What up, everybody, and welcome back to Stripped. It's episode five. It's your boy, Evan X. Later in the podcast, I'll be speaking with Miss Jerrica Faye Robbins, one of the best waitresses in town. Everybody that works with her loves this girl. We talk about what it's like to be brand new in the industry to, in her second year, becoming one of the best in the world at this job. Somebody offered her over $20,000 for a date as a tip in cash, and you will be amazed at what she said. (laughs) She gives excellent advice as to what it's like to sell to friends, what it's like to have the pressure on you to be one of the top performers at your job, what it's like to work multiple venues. She drops the clues that I think, if I was a waitress, if I wanted to be a waitress in Las Vegas, Jerrica is definitely one of the people I would want to talk to. You can hear it in her personality. She's really easy to work with. She's fun to be around. And I'm really happy she came on the podcast. Also, I enjoy the feedback that I get from people. It's been really funny. It's been really fun. And it motivates me to do better. Whenever you guys tell me the things that you would like to hear, the people you would like to hear from, and maybe any type of uh, questions that you might have for these people. I listen to them. I appreciate it. And I'm always trying to make this thing as best I can. So please don't stop throwing me any feedback that you have. Gonna jump right into it with Ms. Jerrica Robbins. Word. Let's begin. <laughs> Jerrica, what's your last name? Robbins. But everybody oh. thinks it's Faye for some reason. It's my middle name. <laughs> I am so glad I said that because I was I was about to say, okay, Miss Jerrica Faye, you know, think I was cool. Honestly, everybody calls me that. So that's totally fine. <laughs> Jerrica Robbins is, I don't think I've ever heard that. I, I know. It blows people. You know, all, all the, <laughs> um, the jerseys and stuff they make out here, all mine say Faye. Is, I mean, is that a middle name from somebody else? Yes, it's from my grandmother. Aha. Uh-huh. So I love it. It sounds very Southern. Thank you. It is. <laughs> Faye Gregory was her name. Really? <laughs> yes. And that means she's definitely from the South. Oh, yeah. She's from Alabama. <laughs> oh, wow. And where are you from? Like your your family? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long have you been in Las Vegas? Uh, I've been here, man, six and a half years. Oh, that's not too bad. I've been there longer than you. Oh, yeah. I, I was a new I'm a dinosaur. My first year that I met you, that was my first year in Vegas. Whoa. Did you just like show up and decide, uh, I'm going to be working a nightclub real soon? Honestly, that is the last thing I intended. That's the last thing I ever thought I could do. Um, what? I, I know. Well, you knowing me now, right? And knowing what I can do and that I enjoy it. But I'm honestly typically an introvert. I know that's so hard to believe, but and yeah, right. So I was I was actually traveling to Vegas as a party planner, as an event planner. I wow. was the event went off without a hitch, and the people that I was there with said, "Jerica, thank you for everything. We're actually going to this pool party. Um, do you just want to come with us?" I'm like, "Okay, sure, no problem." <laughs> like that sounds fun. Uh, yeah, having no idea what a Vegas pool party was, I couldn't imagine what I was about to walk into (laughs) and this was just Tal Beach so it's not even one of the crazy mega clubs but you know how Tal Beach is it can be 
you know, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when I was in there, I was, my mind was blown and I was kind of just <laughs> like still in a work phase. So I was hanging back and actually making drinks for everybody and stuff. And of course. Still trying to network a little bit. And the general manager there at the time walked up and said, hi, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing my cocktail server's job? Uh, wow. So I explained to him what I did for a living, and uh, I lived in California at the time. And he we'll said, "Oh, San Diego. Ah. Yeah, love San Diego. That's a great town." <laughs> um, but he said, "You know, why don't you come here and work for me?" So that's that. Didn't and, even... and you were like, "Yeah." Yeah. Well, actually, I I said, "Hell no!" Basically, at first, <laughs> <laughs> I said, "You're crazy." <laughs> um, and then. Maybe like six months later, my girlfriend Jerusha. Um, Rue. Rue. Yes. I, How'd you guys become friends? Oh my gosh. Tropic Beauty. Where's she, where's she from? <laughs> She's from Brisbane, Australia. Yeah. And you're from Georgia. Yeah. You, know, they're <laughs> you right guys knew each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> you guys knew each other before Bef Vegas? Before Vegas. She actually, we became friends at Tropic Beauty International Finals in 2014 oh lord <laughs> <laughs> um so tropic beauty it used to be hawaiian tropic back in the day and it's um kind of like an international pageant it's definitely like 120 girls from around the world come and Whoa. if you make it to the finals and it was my first year doing that as well so i, I met jerusha <laughs> who was representing australia and i was representing atlanta and uh we just became friends yeah Wow. Yeah. And then we are actually at some other event, uh, like a year down the road. I think it was actually maybe mm -hmm. the next world finals. And we were roommates at this event. And, and Jerusha told me, oh, I actually have to leave the hotel for a little bit. I'm going to this interview. He's like, what <laughs> interview? And she's like, well, they call it an audition. I don't know why. <laughs> um, right. And then she came back from it and she's just telling me all her friends from here what they say about Vegas and how much money you can make and how great it is actually to live here. And she basically said, you're not doing anything. Why don't you move here with me? And I messaged Victor, who was uh, the general manager at Tao Beach, who had offered me a job and said, hey, what do you think if I come work for you now? <laughs> um, and he said, well, I'm at Marquis now, but yeah, come here. So that's how I got to Marquis. Oh my gosh, how come Jerusha didn't come to Marquis? You know, she actually interviewed all over town. And now you you know Rue for, for people listening. She is beautiful and confident and hilarious. She's Australian, so, you know, they come off with that accent, very charming. And she- It's all natural for her. Oh yeah, and she blew away every single interview except for Marquise. And you should ask her about that. <laughs> like if, if you talk to her on here, that's a funny story. And she came really she came back and told me about it. I was like, what do you mean? How, you know, she just froze on the silliest question ever. They asked why she wanted to work there and she couldn't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, and I find, you know, I've gone through all the interviews, all the auditions in town and Marquise for me is the most comfortable audition. So um, I don't know what happened to her, but she she did not get a job offer at Marquis that year. But <laughs> she went to Encore Beach Club, so she had a great year. Yeah, she. I can't see somebody saying like, "No thanks." Exactly. After you talk to her. Exactly. But also, that just goes to show that the audition process is so crazy. You just 
I, maybe she expected to get the same five second questions. And then when you sit down and they give you the, hey, we want to get to know you. It's like, oh, she's like, I what wasn't... do I do here? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. No, definitely not. She didn't even, I don't even think she ever went to Marquee again because she felt like she uh... could. <laughs> she's like, no, nah, I'm going to stick to the other ones, what I know. Oh, yeah, I'm going to stick to what I've got. They're like, hey, so why do you want to work here? She's like, um, one unique thing about me is. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, the question they ask. Care, I, I told you that. I think she'll be fine with it. She'll probably laugh. Oh, for sure. I'm gonna. She now she has to come tell me. I gotta. You should. I gotta I'm know. sure that she has a great many fun things that she could tell you. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Your first job was at Marquee. Yeah, and I and... I actually never even did an audition for. Oh my gosh! I, I got the job because I can't imagine the experience of a first audition knowing who I was then and, and coming and standing in line with all these beautiful women, oh beautiful men and waiting for hours. I, I don't know if I would have had the confidence at the time to do that. And I had a one-on-one -on -one interview with the general manager, Mr. Grant. <laughs> he said, why are you special? I just auditioned like 4,000 people. <laughs> we are sitting here. Victor told me to interview you. You know, what is this? And I was like, honestly, I'm not special. Like, yeah, know, right. I couldn't imagine when he was comparing me and telling me how many people just interviewed. And I was like, but I'm a really good server. I love doing that. I love hospitality. I know without a doubt I'd be good at it. And, and then he's like, okay, nice to meet you. I didn't think I got the job. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, give me a week. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's a crazy story. I didn't know that. Honestly, if you would have showed up anyway, you would have gotten hired as is, especially at Marquee, because all you have to do is smile. <laughs> that's, you know, I... That's it. It's different. It's funny talking to everybody that's worked at Marquee, uh, how they feel about it. Is it your favorite? Yes. Hands down. <laughs> hands down? Hands down. But, you know, I'm really fortunate to have worked in a few different venues on the Strip. And I've made a ton of friends from everywhere, right? Um, and yeah, I, for sure. I always really enjoy getting to know new people, working with new people. I don't think that I would say there's any staff members I've ever worked with that I, I didn't absolutely love. But the vibe of working at Marquee is just, it's just right for me. You know, like it's... It's more chill. It. It's uh, people are motivated, definitely still, but just like you go in and I don't know, it fits. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's that brings me to the next question because to me, and for everybody not knowing Jerica, everybody that I talk to that knows you is like you're like their favorite, whether yeah. it's a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody that comes in. You know, once your name's brought up, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're just like the biggest sweetheart. I was even talking to my girlfriend about it. And she was like, well, you need to ask her how she's able to do that so well, you know, dealing with the people that we deal with and oh. even going into a place like Marquee where it's chill or it's more chill. It's not chill. It's just a little more chill. Right. You still sell top. You're the top. Like, you, you know what I mean? Everywhere you go. How do, how the <laughs> f do you do it? Oh my gosh! Um, 
Well, say And you're not pushy. No, I can't be. I could never. I could never. That's part, that's the job is to be pushy and you're amazing at it and not pushy. So Thank you. Spill it. Uh, you know, okay. So my first year at Marquee, it was a big learning experience for me. You know, I went in honestly not understanding what Vegas was. You know, yeah. everybody How has to you? learn. Um, and I, I went in with this idea of a facade that I would need to have at work. And everybody kind of does a little bit, right? You have to be on no matter how your day is outside. The cool thing about Vegas is people who come here, some of them come all the time. Some of them come once a year. Some of them come once in their life. And so everyone that comes through is ready for a good time. You know, they're happy. They're there for a reason. For me, I went from somebody who felt the pressure first getting there of, okay, my job is to sell bottles my job is to push presentations and i i was not i didn't really stand out that year um because i was i was learning really i mean i don't still made friends with everybody but my sales i think by the end of the year i feel like you are one of the people everybody could count on well for sure well definitely like service wise for sure and i could i could help out but i mean is it okay to throw out like numbers of my sales to like compare it? Yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, nobody listening has a clue even what like what to compare I, it to. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like you can't explain what happens until you're there. So please, the more detail you can give, the better. So at the end of the year, we always have our our staff interviews or or like end of the year exit interviews, and they kind of mm-hmm. let you know how you did, how many shifts you work, how much you sold per shift, and, and everything like that. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's good and bad. You know, it can, Scary. It can be some pressure. It's nerve-wracking walking in. Um, <laughs> my first year, I set, and I couldn't believe this number, I, I set it, like, a little shy of 300000 you know. and Jeez. But that's from March to October. So... Yeah, and you had never I'd done it. I had never done it. And <laughs> I was like, Whoa! I sold over a quarter of a million dollars. That's insane. Um, it is. In the next season that I went to Marquee, I came in with a different perspective. I came in just wanting people to have fun and getting to know the person that I'm taking care of and giving them the best time for what they wanted is, is the best thing I could say. Like, of course, I'm going to make more money if I sell more because of course I want to make money. Of course I want to sell. If I let the person decide and they're happy and they have money to spend, they just, they do it. Um, It all ties together. It all ties together. And that's my biggest thing for success, I think, is just letting them steer the ship. (laughs) These people are smart Um, and successful for a reason. You know, (laughs) they can, they can fill it if they're getting played. So my sales that year went to, um, just shy of a million dollars in the second year <laughs> oh my what? yeah so and you, you you know i wasn't even expecting it i walked into my interview happy with my season um you know you're like family by then you spend so much time with everybody and <laughs> they sat me down and said well good job this year kiddo and i'm like oh thank you and they're like by the way you're the highest seller in the world i was like what no what <laughs> what yeah, it's crazy. In the world? Definitely. Ooh, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Yeah. In your second season? Mm-hmm. 
Holy shit. Definitely crazy. And but you know, shout out to the girls around me because I learned a lot from our yeah. team. Just like everybody kind of takes people under their wing. And um also shout out to my girlfriend Tiffany Fenn, who you know. Um Oh my gosh. She's a beast. She's a beast. Yeah. And um And she another one that has fun doing absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like makes it fun so she was a huge part of that for me that summer and we had fun little like competitions and goals with each other and we'd walk in like we're really? gonna sell this bottle today and you know whatever aside from our management you know that's what we did for each other damn that's cool i would definitely remember uh when she came over yeah um from encore yeah that was like one of the better years it was. It was a blast. That was like one of the, yeah, that was like one of the favorite seasons was when all of us were together, but then everybody separates. I know. <laughs> so, um, why do people leave? Well, as somebody who's definitely jumped around a little bit myself, um, I think that even though you go in and you're in love, you always hear maybe the grass is greener. At oh, the yeah. end of the day, as much fun as I might have doing my job, it's still my way of providing for my family and myself. So that's mm. when I, I I went to Encore Beach Club one year. Absolutely loved it, right? And then I was back at Marquee um, for two years. And then I went to Excess Nightclub, loved it again. And now I'm, I'm back with Tao Group, a Tao nightclub. Awesome. Yeah, yeah well, kind of back. <laughs> Dang. I didn't. I didn't know you were the highest seller in the world. That's a big damn deal. I know, and I just like had no clue. <laughs> <laughs> just showing up to work like, hey, how did we do this year, guys? You're like, well, you're the best. And you're like, oh, neat. Yeah, honestly, like. I'll take it. And I mean, you know how it goes there, like, especially at Marquee. It's always a team, always a huge effort from it, the cocktail server to the busters. Man, I'm pretty sure you're you were one of the bussers that got requested by guests all the time. It was no longer this thing of requesting just a particular cocktail server that you enjoyed. It it, it was like a, a dynamic <laughs> duo. Don't you? Tr this is my podcast, so Erica. Sorry. I do the flattering <laughs> <I'm so sorry. laughs> here. I, <take> <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, you guys made my job, which is already really easy really 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 easy and fun so yeah, it was like it was definitely to fun. do a good job with you guys it ended up being easier and then when a guest asked i'm like i mean i just like to work with her so yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> doesn't matter who they put in front of us we're gonna have a good day after that i really don't care yeah so you you could kind of feel it too then right like obviously when somebody was like popping off or spending money it's like you're working harder but Man, we just had so much fun. Yeah, the whole thing is like, at the end of the day, I, w I sit down and my feet are thumping, but I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I can't believe you recap over what happened. You're like, I can't believe somebody spent this much money and then ex so-and-so jumped into the pool. <laughs> and then <laughs> <laughs> I've jumped into the pool before. Yeah. I think it only happened like once or no, I can't say that. You never know. Every week you're like, ah, I'm not going to do anything wild. And then you're like, oh my god! Look gosh. at what I did. 
I took my shirt off and started swinging it around in the nightclub, <laughs> and I, which I, I didn't even work in the nightclub at the time. I was like, why? The next day, I came to work. You like, did not Whoa. do that. For Hello, real. everyone. Yeah, I, 100% I did in 2016 at Marquee Nightclub. Oh, um, and the girls had an outing that night. Like, the, the day club girls had an outing. And there was a huge, you know, the big spenders in town. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the boys, of course, at the end of the night, get up on stage and they're dancing and stuff. And the shirts come off and they do that to everybody on purpose. They get them to this level. They can't come back gotcha. from. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm surprised I never heard about that. That's funny. Uh, don't worry. I'll delete that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um the, the perks of the job are awesome. Is there anything that you thought was tough, um, especially coming into the industry? You've sold number one in the world, and then you start having repeat guests. So maybe talk about what that's like. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I do have a ton of repeat guests. I have guests that have become friends. and Is it hard to sell to them, to friends? Kind of. But it kind of... I feel like, I don't it's know. It's a weird space. But luckily, the I mean, kind of the nature of how I, I sell anyways is a little more relaxed. I've, I have one guest in particular that every time they came in was like, Jerrica, you're going to be my server. I'm like, I don't want to be your server. Love you. I'll come hang out. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be your server. And like, why? And I'm like, because I, I want you to do whatever you want to do. And I don't I don't want the pressure of, trying to make you sell or because that that does happen sometimes a little yeah. bit people people are like oh are they gonna spend money today are they gonna sell and you know but you know what they didn't take no for an answer so i was their server anyways all the time so it doesn't even matter <laughs> <laughs> they're like um how about i'm gonna go talk yeah. to your manager and then tell them i'll go spend this much money if yeah, jerica's my that's, server that's kind of how it went down <laughs> And then they walk up to you and say, Jerrica. Yeah, you Cabana 17. <laughs> okay. Wow. But you know, I think for the and... most part, it's a ton and a ton of positivity that comes with the job. The only time that it's ever tough, you know, obviously you're serving people alcohol. It's and it's hot. hot. Some people don't know how to monitor or take care of themselves in that Vegas summer. <laughs> They've never They've been this never drunk. They've never been this drunk. That's 100% <laughs> true. And, uh, you know, sometimes people get a little rude or think that they might know something about you because you're a cocktail server in Vegas. And The requests get out of hand. And I know this because if, they, if they're out of town <laughs> for me, I'm just a dude, scruffy, walking through the crowd. I'm all sweaty and gross then I can only imagine the stuff that people say to yeah. you guys. Like, are you oh, ladies? Oh, man. I remember one time, I can't even recall what this kid said to me. <laughs> and, you know, he was on spring break. So, you know, you know. Of course. And I stopped. I was walking through the crowd. And I think he he talked about part of my body. <laughs> I don't know what he said. But I turned around and I said, excuse me. Say that again to me. And he said it. And I was like, you will never get a girl that way. And all of his Damn. friends started laughing at him. And I was just like, say that to anybody again and you're out of here. He was so Ooh. embarrassed. And, you know, it's people are just trying to be lighthearted and have fun. But there's a line. Oh, my gosh. It gets crossed every day. Habitual line yes, stepping. it's true. But see, you know, it's part of the territory. <laughs> so you learn how to take it with a grain of salt eventually. As long as you uh, 
can navigate through it. And that that's the, the thick skin part of the job. Yeah, you're really good at that. I don't think I've seen you flustered. Yeah, I you know I learned from I learned Honestly, from the best it, though. Uh, have you ever seen Grant Sparrows get yelled at? <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, our old GM, a marquee. He is the best in hospitality. Uh, one of my favorite managers I've ever worked with, and I very seldom it takes quite a bit, but I I've never seen him not smiling when somebody is yelling at him. <laughs> so you're like, if he can do that. I can do this. Seriously. And he gets yelled at about the stupidest things imaginable. You know, it goes through that thing again. But I feel like when we let somebody in our doors, we take care of them all day. For the most part, we have some really happy guests. But we're prepared. We're prepared that sometimes, inevitably, things might not go the way that somebody wants. And we got to take care of that, too. And that's, you know part of it three words security (laughs) (laughs) honestly i'll be like ah no thanks i'll turn around hey they're doing uh they're having sex in there so you should probably have them stop that i can't do anything i have so many crazy stories for stuff like that it's insane okay so give me give me one or two of the wildest things you've seen you don't have to name the venue you're at even though I'm sure I will be able to guess because I've worked at well, them as the well. Well, the first one you'll <laughs> definitely be able to guess because you probably were there for this. Um, Uh-oh. And anybody, Serious anybody editing. who knows Vegas will be able to, <laughs> to know this by this description. But a man walked out onto his balcony above the pool. <laughs> yeah. And proceeded to drop his towel and helicopter until security <laughs> busted into his room. It's it the stop. longest helicopter I think the world has ever Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, well, that's a party pool. It, it is. <laughs> it, it ain't that kind of party, party, though. You got in trouble. <laughs> People are always doing it in those weird oh, yeah, rooms. The, the bungalows, bungalows they and think stuff. those windows are not see-through. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, can, I wish I could throw a rock up there and say, hi, we're looking yeah. right at you. But... Yep. Then I would ruin the fun for the everybody best part watching. Is when, so you know, people are doing whatever, and they come out onto that patio up top, and they are welcomed by mm-hmm. an applaud. <laughs> yeah, it's like whoa! We yeah. saw that. <laughs> you know what was funny? I could always tell when people were doing it, or something wild was going on because all those, all the cooks, they and all come out, out and watch. Kitchen. That's so true. <laughs> I remember walking through the back and I'm like, yo, why the fuck is everybody in my way? Get out of the way. I'm trying to do my job. But then they're like, look, I'm like, oh, yep. I'm sorry. And thank you for telling me. And I said, shame on the rest of you guys. You let me pass through here and you weren't going to tell me. What if I missed this? And they're like, ah, exactly. Lord, it's really important. Those are, they're, you know, part of the job. Part of the job. Definitely an entertaining <laughs> part of the job. Do you have a favorite memory at one of these jobs? Yes. Um, kind, well, kind that, of? I mean, I have so many, um, <laughs> yeah. but I think my favorite day for me was the kind of sentimental day. I actually had just finalized my divorce and, uh, that was in Florida. Aww. So I came back to work and, you know, after that, you kind of think about what you're doing and, you know, your family and your friends and what's in life. And, um, one of my friends heard that I had finalized my divorce and I was there working. 
and it was the end of the day, 6 p.m., pool shutting down, and they organized with Tiffany uh, 25 bottles of champagne. I'm, cl- I'm cleaning the table. So my manager's like, Jerrica, could you go clean that table up there? Like, there's still some stuff on there. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. Never, Even though you know, what, They're not going to hear that. Never. Oh, no. But, uh, you know, I go up there and I'm cleaning the table. No problem. And then I'm like, BJ's starting the music again. What's going on? And I turn around and it's like a parade of all my friends coming out with all of these bottles. And you know that you're going to get sprayed because they're not the type of champagne you drink. You know, they're, they're that <laughs> definite spray bottle. I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go. Yeah. Cover the eyes. That, that began a long celebration that was really lifting. So it was, that was one of my favorites. Oh, that is really cool. Dang, yes. 25 bottles. I think I, I think I can, I know who this person would be. Do. And I absolutely jumped in the pool after that. <laughs> I need to rinse the champagne off of myself. That's nice. And that can only happen at a couple of places. That's absolutely true. And that's what I mean. Just like when you start to feel like your friends are your family out here, that's what is special about this town. Seriously. And you get to spend so much time with them because we only work, you know, three or four, maybe six to 10 hour shifts, 10 maximum, you know, in a week. And then we have this huge off season where mm-hmm. you can do anything. Yeah. Um, what does your off season look like? Um, my off season. Or do you work? Well, this, it's, it's kind of like, it's different every year, but the past off season, I actually traveled some with my boyfriend and my friends. Yeah. Mr. Um, he's oh, next. I, you I know this. Know. He knows he this, right? He's down. He's down. Okay. He's, the, he's down. Yeah. Scared, but you know but him. Down. He's a, he's a talk. And he he's does. got a great story he really too. Does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we went to uh, London Back and to Barcelona. You. I actually saw Tiffany get engaged in Barcelona. Hey, shout Dustin. out to Dustin. And they were actually, shout well out to Dustin them because they were supposed to be getting married today. Yeah, today we no were way. all going to be in Mexico watching them exchange their vows on the beach. And we're having to postpone it. No. But, you know. And you're talking to silly ass you know, me. You know, oh, I already instead. talked to Miss Tiffany this morning. <laughs> But, um, uh, you know, doing? at first, of course, when you're planning your special day and imagining it, uh, it's hard to, to deal with saying, oh, okay, we're going to, we're going to replan this. And I'm sure this morning yeah. that she was reflecting on what today might've been, but you know, she's, she's doing well considering that. And we actually had a zoom bachelorette party. Um, that's awesome. I, yeah. <laughs> it brought a couple props over to surprise her at her front door. Um, yeah, party <laughs> back <planner>. in my day. <laughs> it's coming back. But yeah, so things change. Quarantine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. People ask you, people have asked me how much I enjoy my job all the time. And I think it's because I have fun. We all have fun working with each other. Is that the question you probably get the most? Do you love your job oh, or is it, gosh. will you marry me? I get, is it crazy living here? How do you deal with this? You know, all that stuff. People are just kind of blown away that this is our normal, but it really is our normal. You know, it took me a little bit of time to get used to it. My first season at Marquee, but anytime I walk into any club in Vegas, it's like walking into my local bar. You know, I, I know everyone, 
Very seriously you know easy like that and you know i have i have gotten the occasional marriage proposals as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like as a matter of fact at 4 45 every friday and saturday somebody's willing, Somebody is willing to propose to most days yes you know you get them right to that happy drunk spot and they think you're the best person in the whole world <laughs> which they they sometimes they're probably <laughs> correct about that so what's a crazy thing someone's offered you like at that time um, realistically somebody one time had a $25,000 chip and in their they hand? yes said please go on a date with me and this will be your tip today and i was married oh. at that time so i uh could not go jerica <laughs> yeah i actually my ex was like you said no? <laughs> what? Right. But, uh, that was a crazy one. Southern yeah. hospitality. I bet you whoever my busser was was like, I'll go. That's loyalty right you. there. <laughs> Call your husband and say, hey, I have to go on a date for $20,000 today. Cool? Is, but we're going to yeah, Spain that's probably or something. What <laughs> um, that's yeah. what it's going to take. I was talking to Tiana about that. She said she would easily oh, sell me out. <laughs> of course. A couple questions about you said somebody offered you that 25k tip honestly screw the the highest tip for people listening what's an average look like i mean you've worked at the highest earning clubs in the world and you were like the number one <laughs> seller at these places uh, so what's a, you know, a weekend look like it, gosh it changes so much but i can say an average weekend in may and oh in may in oh my gosh in may i <laughs> usually would make like between twenty and thirty thousand dollars in the month. Yeah. In the month. Oh my gosh! And wait, at every place? Yeah. What? I think my first I didn't know year that. Marquee in May, I made seventeen thousand. Which I mean, wow. when I first started working there, you know, I was calling home every day and saying, like, "Oh gosh, this money is crazy, right?" I mean. $6,000 this month <laughs> in March. Um, and I was like, wow, this, this job's amazing. And that's incredible money. And I get to May. And first of all, it was the most insane thing ever because you can't move when you're working. You have no idea how you're going to make money because the alcohol is never going to make it to the table. You can't get there. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's <laughs> money to be made out here. Um, and the most I ever made was right at that 30000 in May. Oh my gosh. Does it seem normal after a while? Because, you know, you work, it sounds crazy at the first, but then after you go through a couple of seasons, you're like, really, you, you work, work hard for that money. For it. And, um, you know, you, you have your grind time, right? You have March to Halloween to make all your money for the year. Correct. Yeah. So you got to go full steam. Did you ever work two places this at once? This would have been my first season doing that. I don't know yet, but... Marquee, I worked uh, day and night my first year. Yeah, we were working day, night, day, mm -hmm. night, day. It was wild stuff. Are you a day, night, um, or nightlife person? I prefer day life, but I've done both. I I just love being able to strike up a conversation. In the nightclub, even though the vibe is fun and cool in there, you know, you meet somebody and you serve them for like six hours and you hardly know their name because luckily it's written down on their ID. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I have a flashlight you know, on it. 
that's pretty much the extent of a relationship you develop in the nightclub. Um, but in the day club, you get to talk, you get to get to know. Um, it's just more enjoyable for me. Awesome. What is the, I know it's hard to be like in a bikini at these jobs, especially because you're hired as a yeah. model. You work outside in 120 degrees. Is that like one of the harder parts of working the pool? I was trying to put in my head what, what makes it tough. And it's kind of all the things that you have to do to prepare. Is it different um, for you? You know, at first, I'd say there's a transition period into being like in a bathing suit all the time and still establishing, you know, that this is your work. And uh, I think there's there's certain times where it could have been uncomfortable, but eventually it's the new norm. That's just your uniform. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I stopped thinking about it eventually. I was very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Then you kind of start to miss oh, wearing yeah, those like day I club mean, clothes. That's the most comfortable you're ever going to be. Got, and and Marquee, I had my bathing suit, wrong <laughs> wedges. It's 120 degrees. You don't want more on than that. <laughs> What's a, a sarong? A little, little skirt you tie up. It's a handkerchief. It's <laughs> that you guys. <laughs> You it's know, a see-through it handkerchief. It counts. It, it it covers a little bit and um, it does. It's the cheek it's cover. Still, it's it's, it's the booty peak, cover. But <laughs> they're gone. They they're getting rid of those. I miss them. I like the sarong. Yeah, it's helpful. It's I'm just sure. It's helpful to kind of I mean, set you aside because that's one thing that you have to deal with when you're walking through the crowd. Not everybody knows. Oh, this is the uniform of the venue. So they try and stop you and hit on you and party with you and you. you oh, I work here. Please stop. I gotta go. <laughs> my personal space. space people are expecting me over there <laughs> after a full day's work do you have like a routine um, yes actually it involves um a drink <laughs> right after work celebration that you know you made it through <laughs> another crazy right. day uh, a lot of times i'd go out with the girls or the girls and the guy um my car ride home i don't even put on music i just sit and enjoy the stillness <laughs> so that's always no matter what i'm gonna do afterwards, <laughs> if i'm gonna stay in go to bed go see people what have you i always have that silent ride to kind of decompress <laughs> from the loudness of the day always, seriously my ears are always ringing. ringing when i leave i know earplug i thought it's, there was a gimmick it, yeah but you need them. that's hard to get used to in the daytime outside having earplugs in but it definitely helps Okay, good, great stuff. Jeez, I have two Alrighty. more questions, and then I'll cut you loose. Yay. What are a couple tips that you would give to yourself in auditions? Well, you didn't even, so you didn't even do auditions the first time, which is awesome. And then you ended up going through kind of the gauntlet. How was that, and what advice um, would you give yourself now? You know, I definitely, like I said, um, I was very lucky to not go through that my first year and kind of gain my confidence in the town. But I would say that important thing, especially because of the nature of the auditions, is to feel the best you've ever felt about who you are and what you have to offer and why you know you can do this crazy job. And you might not have the chance to really tell them all those things but if you feel walking in that's what they can see if you don't feel your best and you don't feel confident 
that little light that shines in that type of person, it's not going to come through. And you have 30 seconds, maybe, to, to show them. So honestly, I don't know how they do it <laughs> at all. I don't know. Every year you still feel the same nervous way. You know, am I going to yeah, get a job? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not sure Absolutely. how I You did. leave there and you're like, well, <clears throat> who knows what just happened? <laughs> you're like, I can't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the number one seller. You come back and it's still scary. Or say you're top five. Even when you were top five in sales, you still, Honestly, does that guarantee you have a job next year? Because I, it, you know, actually these past oh. auditions, you know, you always keep up with all your friends and where everybody's auditioned and there's been oh, a couple of girls that didn't make it back on some teams this year and I have no idea what the thought process was but it it definitely shook me you know like nothing's guaranteed here and there is loyalty in this town absolutely there's family that's created and it is a, a business, business. Yeah. and a machine so even though I feel more confident walking into maybe one audition versus the other I never know what to expect out of any of them. I mean, my first interview ever, I thought there's no way I got this job and I got it. So <laughs> I can only imagine Grant yeah. pressing you like, what's the deal? Exactly. And what are you doing here? Oh man, I've never been more nervous in an interview in my life. And now you look back yeah. and you're like, you know, oh my I gosh. Interviewing for the Naval Academy in front of congressmen and not feeling as pressed as I felt Whoa. in front of Grant. You know, I was actually- You were in the Navy? I was a midshipman and- What? Yeah. And Everybody just does all this I, cool stuff. You know- You're a badass. I think I'm a jack of all lives is what I would call it. You know, I've done a little bit here <laughs> and a little bit there and you never know where you're gonna end up. I'm actually- Well, if you're first, aren't you the master? So you're the jack of all trades and I the master of some hopefully, of them? Hopefully. You know, I'm actually back in school <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah, I just Whoa. Started. Math? Mm-hmm. You're a nerd? Wow. Oh, that yeah. Is... I, um, you know, I actually, my first degree that I started to pursue when I was a midshipman was an engineering degree. Um, and I, I didn't graduate with it. I, that's when I decided that I wasn't going to stay in the military and I was going to pick a new route for myself. And it mm -hmm. brought me to Vegas. Being out here, um, I carried over. I, I tutored a lot of people at my last university in the math department. I was actually uh, an employee of the university there. And I decided that that's what I want to do again. I want to teach. So, wow. You should teach you know, sales. I probably could do a little bit there. but uh, I, I truly think it would be a great idea if there was like a service industry type of training where you can learn. Because what prepared you? for your first year um, at Marquee? You just get thrown to the wolves. I, kind of, yeah. I came there and um, I don't think anybody caught on to the fact that I literally never served a drink in my life. <laughs> but then you go from that to number one in the world, right? So if anybody should be teaching the course. Or maybe some of you. my predecessors. I want to talk to people about their audition stories because they're 30 seconds, right? And you made. 30 grand in one month. You have 30 seconds to possibly yeah. make 30 grand. That's nervous stuff right there. 
we all think the grass is greener, so we try multiple venues, but it's also because you're not entirely sure, no matter how good or bad you do, yeah. that you'll get your job back. It's so you have to try. You have to show that you want to be there. That's what happens too, you know. Some people can burn out here just with high energy, but always entertaining, and it's so much fun. But then at some point, some people, you know, they, they want to get away from it. And, and that, for me, that's what my winner is I get to be quiet, see my family, not do very much of anything, no parties. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, because then it's back to auditions, which is getting ready oh for auditions. Gosh. That could be an entire podcast. <laughs> that is so much stress. It's it, so um, hard. That's my least favorite thing about the job, actually. Not that we have to audition, but just the time of year, you know, during um, Christmas and Thanksgiving and all this time where you're just wanting to see your family and be comfortable and eat. Eat, oh my gosh, yes. And you want, you want to eat, drink, and be merry, <laughs> right? You want to have eggnog. You want to do all those things. You can't. Why not? Because you have to be keen ready on January 4th, you know, right after New Year's. So yeah. As soon as you're done being drunk, you know, so, you're coming in here. And for me, of course you could celebrate with everybody and eat all the food and still be fine but something about that head game where you put in everything that you had to make it back and do this job again is what makes you know that you belong right you put in the work and then it it gives you the confidence to show in yeah. that 30 seconds I, i'm back yeah, i'm definitely. ready and let's do it one more question for you for for incoming guests to have a good um, time what do you recommend I see what you're saying there. You know, call Nick. Best, yeah, call Nick. Best host in Vegas. <laughs> you know, honestly, if they come in and they even tell me, Jerrica, I've saved my whole life to come here. I have $10,000. I have $500. I have whatever, you know. I promise you that if you trust me, you are going to mm -hmm. have the best, most memorable day of all time, no matter who you are or, or what you're bringing to the table, because that's. That's what Vegas is if you can let go and have a good time. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I told people I was going to be interviewing Jerrica, oh. they were like, no way. I cannot wait to hear. Everyone, I can't wait to hear Jerrica. She's the nicest girl in Vegas. She's got such good manners. And they said, just like you said, which is a great way to end this, because you said whether you got $10,000 to spend or $200 to spend, if they trust you, they'll have a great time. That is true. You treat every person in the venue like they are the only thing that matters to have a good time is the only thing you're there for. Uh, you think of Jerrica, you just smile and be like, oh, sweet. Even when you come in on your, you're one of the few people <laughs> that show up on your day off just to hang out, just to come see uh, us. And then everybody starts having a good time. It's true. Thank you. That's so sweet. I'm happy that you agreed to do this because I feel like if you wanted to learn something about who works in Vegas, you, they should be learning from you. They should ask you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment, share, all the things. And please follow along or hit me up on Instagram at stripped.lasvegas. Got some good stuff coming up for you guys, so I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you as always, and peace.